Welcome to Let's Do Books 2. I'm Sheena and today I'm chatting with Amy. Amy's a brand new reviewer at the Lesbian Review. And today she's here excitedly talking to me about All I Want for Christmas by Claire Lydon. Hi, I am very excited. All I Want for Christmas must be one of my favorite Christmas novels. Absolutely, without a doubt. Story is basically about Tori, who decides a month before Christmas that she wants a girlfriend for Christmas. That's the Christmas present she really wants is love. You forgot the whole thing about her friend who is engaged to her first love that she's never gotten over. And that's why she decides that she needs a girlfriend before Christmas. That's true. That is why she decides. But the premise of the book is this is her quest for love. Yes, her quest for love. I agree with that. Okay, so she's got this best friend, Holly, and Holly thinks she's completely crazy, but she decides, okay, she's going to help Tori out in this endeavor. I must warn you, listeners, there are going to be spoilers in this podcast. So if you haven't read it, go read the book, then come back and listen to this podcast. So Amy, who was your favorite between Tori and Holly? I have to go with Holly. Tori has that type of personality where she doesn't quite know what she wants, and so she flounders around, and she makes a lot of mistakes along the way. While, you know, the mistakes are funny for us as readers, I don't think that I personally would be able to deal with somebody who's kind of that flighty almost. But Holly... Holly seems really grounded. She's got the personality to actually be there for for Tori, to support her, even though she may not agree with what she's doing. But, you know, she's going to, this is her friend, and she's going to really step up and and be what a friend needs to be. The book wouldn't have been nearly as entertaining, though, without Tori being the main character. Oh, definitely. I agree. She's definitely the one that the book has to center around because it's really about Tori's growth. Not only as a girlfriend, but as a person in her own life. Because this book really does help her figure out what she wants from life and and from a girlfriend. Okay, so big spoiler, Holly and Tori actually get together in the end of the book. Tori realizes the perfect girl has been in front of her the whole time. And her eyes have been opened. It's true, and it was such a beautiful moment. And it's actually funny because Tara and I had this conversation a while ago and I said to her, I don't like friends to lovers books. (laughs) They seem boring. Enemies to lovers. Now there I can get behind that because that's a lot of conflict. And then Tara went on to prove me wrong by like ranking a whole lot of books that I loved, which happened to be friends to lovers. Because this is a friends to lovers. Yes, it it did. But at the same time, it kind of makes you wonder why Why didn't Tori notice Holly before? Why didn't she think of her that way before? I remember being very satisfied, though, by the end, because... Oh, yes. That's the question for me also, is how do you go from being best friends to suddenly being romantically involved? It seems almost contradictory. That's like saying, okay, well, my wife and I are best friends. So it makes sense that your lover is your best friend, but... We became best friends at the same time as we were becoming lovers. It's something that developed, you know, at the same time. And so we didn't go one and then the other. And so when you're best friends with somebody, it's a different mindset than being lovers with somebody. You look at that person in a totally different way. So, yeah, I I mean, I can 
definitely see how enemies to lovers would be easier to believe. And friends to lovers sometimes just gives you that feeling of, well, you know, what were they missing all along? This book, I think, explains it in the best way, which is that Tori had to do some growing up. Yes. Tori had to find out who she was, and she had to go on this path of really bad dates. Like, Tori went on some of the most brilliant, awful dates. At one point, she falls asleep in the toilet. (laughs) She has some fantastically awful dates. But her ex-girlfriend is getting married, the firefighter. She's not actually her ex-girlfriend. She fell in love with her in high school, and they kissed once, and the other woman said she couldn't be with her. That's right. So it's this... The one that got away. Right. And now however many years later, this woman that she fell in love with is now engaged to be married to one of her friends, another woman. And she pops into her life in her her firefighter's uniform, which, you know, drives all lesbians wild. Of course, definitely. (laughs) And her heart just goes pitter-patter, but now she has to, she kind of has to choose whether or not to cheat on her friend with this woman. The ex-girlfriend was named Nick, and Nick has started to, I think, get cold feet with the woman that she's engaged to. And so she starts coming back around Tori and seeing if these old feelings are still hot, basically. Do they still have something between them? The short answer is yes, because they share a kiss, and it's, it's a pretty hot kiss for Tori, but Tori has some problems with it and that's basically the fact that Nick is engaged to somebody else so how can they be going down this road I think the author does a really good job of not letting us the reader know what Tori's going to choose in the moment because I was a little worried I was a little worried that Tori was going to make a bad decision there that is the master of this book You create conflict over such a seemingly simple thing. You know, will she, won't she? You could take the line that she's not even actually doing the cheating, it's the firefighter that was doing the cheating. Not that that's what I believe, but that's the, you can make that justification. Well, yeah. Yeah, you could definitely say that, but at the same time, Tori still knows that basically in that situation, she'd be the other woman. Mm. She'd be the homewrecker. She'd be the, the one that came between their relationship. And she has to decide for herself whether she's okay in that role, whether what she thinks she may have with Nick or what may develop between them is worth being cast as that person who she actually, not not the people around her, but she actually believes that that's a bad person to be. Mm. I love that about her. She's so straight up. Yes, she is. But at the same time, there's a lot of the stuff that she did in that book that just made me, you know, want to reach through the pages and smack her on the back of the head. I I really was like, hey, wake up. Don't do that. <laughs> and and I think that's the genius of the characterization that, that Claire Lydon has done. That's true. And Holly's just there with her the whole time, just helping her on this path of discovery. And I love that about Holly because at the end of the book, you realize that Holly's been in love with her the whole time. Yes, and has been waiting for her to grow up and to realize that Tori is actually worth more, and she needs to believe that about herself. Yeah. Okay, so what are your pros for this book? 
Well, I definitely love the romance. I love the humor of the failed dates. You were right about that. Those were excellent. And what's funny about those is that none of them in and of themselves is so out there that you can't see that it would actually happen. Mm. But they all happened to Tori. And so it's kind of like you're waiting for what what's the next one going to be. And so that was just, that was fun to go through with her. The humor was was excellent. But the, the sweetness of the romance between Holly and Tori was just probably the best part. That end was the best part for me. I loved London. She describes a lot of moments in London during Christmas time. So they go ice skating at one point. They do some Christmas shopping. So there's a lot of like description of London in, in Claire's writing that I absolutely adore. You can see she loves London in such a, a deep way. And London was almost its own character in this book for me. I can see that. So that was a big pro for me. That's always great when an author makes you want to visit a place just from their words. Absolutely. Yeah, she does that for me too. I'd love to go to London for Christmas. That'd be great. Right? We could all go have coffee with Claire. Yes. And then we'll go ice skating. That sounds like a plan. Although I'll just land on my right. I'm not much of a skater. I'm not either, but I could probably help you back up. <laughs> Although you'll have to get Tamara to wipe your butt off of the ice. I can't do that. Sorry. That's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any cons for this book? I'd say probably the only con I really had was that I got frustrated that it took Tori so long to open her eyes. And I don't know if that's really a con because it kind of builds tension so that at the end, when everything does come together, you feel like, oh, okay, this is the way. So, I mean, yeah, it's a con, but at the same time, it's it's not a big con. It's just something that, that enhances the the actual book. Who should read this book? Everybody. I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely... I mean, anybody who likes romance should read this book. Anybody who has ever been in a position of having a bad date should read this book. Anybody who has ever suddenly looked at somebody that they've known and said, whoa, I never saw them like that before. Hey, read this book. Absolutely. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I'd just say, hey, everybody who wants one of those sweet Christmas reads, you don't have to look any further. This is the one. Absolutely. I agree with that. And she's got a whole bunch of other uh, holiday reads with the same two characters so that uh, you can continue on the story. Very good point. I actually forgot about that. She went on from this one and she wrote All I Want for Valentine's, then All I Want for Spring, then All I Want for Summer, and I think that there's another one coming out. So all in all, I think Claire Lydon did a fantastic job. This is my absolute favorite Christmas read. And if you have not read this, you are doing yourself a disservice. I definitely recommend it as a very sweet Christmas read. Lots of romance. And hey, if you if you like to be able to follow on with the relationship, definitely a book to start with because she's got more coming. Absolutely. I'm Sheena. And I'm Amy. And you've been listening to Let's Do Books 2. Don't forget to rate our podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, and iTunes. And please hit that subscribe button. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.